Welcome to Blue Bloods College Game Time. A true blue pod production. Quarterback draw. He's got running room. And a first down. Watch out. He's got getaway speed. Touchdown. That game on last night had me sweating. I couldn't believe it. It was college game time. A couple of blue bloods out competing. College game day Saturdays. Big time players making plays. All I really need is another weekend full of back to back games. Just me and my friends, man. I love college. College football. I love March Madness. Man, I love college. Yeah, what's up, everybody? It's Trey Smith here with another college game time interview. I've actually got a very close friend of mine, a longtime friend of mine, a former defensive back for the University of Central Florida, also played for the New York Giants of the NFL, then went on to become a legend in the arena and indoor football league circuits. It's my man, Travanti Johnson, a.k.a. Tough Tough. What's up, man? Talk to me. Man, I appreciate you reaching out to me. It's been a long time. You're a brother of mine, and... It's been a long time coming, man. How you been? Oh, man, I've been doing well. Uh, those of you that may not know, Tuff and I met probably a little over a decade ago when he was playing for the Allen Wranglers arena team, and I was working in the front office trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up, and uh, I'm still trying to figure that out. But Tuff and I used to have some really cool conversations back then, and so I got this podcast going, and I reached out to him, and he was like, yeah, man, anything, anything. So anything you remember those you. days, don't you, Tuff? Anything for you. Yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> I remember those days, you know what I mean? And I don't think it was a decade ago. You just <laughs> trying to be. A, a, you're just trying to be, you're just trying to do me in, you know what no, I mean? No, man, I think it was. I think it was 2011. We're about to hit 2022, Tuff. Man, you know I've been playing football so long I can't even remember the days. <laughs> hey, well, I speaking of that, good dude. <laughs> well, let's let's get to that because you have played for a long time, and one of the questions we like to ask all of our guests is: There's a famous statistic that only two percent of all has high school athletes go on to play at the Division One level. You were obviously a Division One athlete and beyond. You played at the highest level possible, so. What moment did you have in your life when you knew tough Trevani Johnson was in that 2%? Well, I knew because I was raised. I have guard brothers. Mm. I have cousins. It's a, uh, uh, what they, you have to follow it up. You had to follow the trend because if you're from Miami and you don't make it to D1 or you don't get a college scholarship. You, you look at as a, a, a failure. Well, let's start there, Tough, because not everybody knows that you're you're where you're from. Talk about that. Well, I'm born and raised in Miami. Uh, my father, he played for the uh, Washington Redskins 60s, I mean, in the 70s, I think. Mm. You know what I mean? So that, I had to follow that. Mm. Then I have cousins and stuff. But coming from Miami, we wouldn't know one thing. Football, or else what? Music, or else what? Selling drugs. Mm. That was not 
the way I wanted to go. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I tried the best to make sure. Another thing was make sure my mom never had to pay a single dime for college tuition. No books, no nothing. I didn't want my mom to spend a day of her hard-earned money as a social worker trying to make sure I was okay at college. So that was my motivation and my drive to go and do what I need to do. So when did you start playing football? Four years old. Four years old. Four years old. PBL. My mom actually forged my uh, 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 documents so that I could play earlier. <laughs> like, <laughs> you laughing. Like, you had to pay, you had to be five or older. Right. They're like school. Yeah, yeah. You know how some kids be older than the others because their mm-hmm. birthday comes. Yeah, my mom forged my documents. Bob, yes, I did. I had the pleasure to speak with her a few times back oh, in the day. Oh, man, she loved, she loved you, man. She <laughs> loves you. She loves you still up there in heaven. Absolutely. Well, elementary, played through elementary, played through middle school. Where did you play, like, your high school ball? And, like, what was your positions? Like, kind of talk about some of that um, as far as just your come up. Me being how I am, and you know me very well, I uh, wanted to go where nobody else went. And it was this new school opened up called Dr. Michael Crop. Okay. And it was a magnet school. So most people who were out of the district, you know, you're in a magnet program, whether it's music, dancing. Yeah. uh, I don't know. But I was in a district. Actually, we fabricated that too. I wasn't in the district, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I went there so I could play against all my other little league rivals and stuff like that. Cause I missed that, but yeah. I wanted to show everybody that I was the best. And from, from Michael Crop, I was the first football player with a uh, scholarship. I was the first football player ever to do everything. Like I have every accolade that could be made. Yeah. I had it there. Okay, so crop high. What positions did you play in high school? Did you play both sides of the ball? I mean, I know what you did at the higher levels, but what about in high school? Corner safety, receiver, tight end, running back. Heart return, anything. Anything to make my mom not have to spend a dime, I played. Yeah, yeah. Kicker, if they needed me holder. <laughs> hey, so how did you get the nickname Tough? Was that a name you got in high school, or is that just a lifelong nickname? I meant to ask you that. Uh, it's kind of a long story, but I'm going to break it down for you. I have a scar. I have a scar on my face. Okay. Slash Uh my face when I was a kid. Mm. Being bad and didn't cry. Mm. But also my my name is Trevante Tuffiano. Gotcha. It was actually Tuffy. Remember I told you this story? It was actually Tuffy. Oh, yeah. And I was like, as I get older, I'm like, I can't have people calling me Tuffy. I'm a grown man. And you used to laugh at this. You'd be like, I like Tuffy. I'd be like, Trey, don't play with me. Don't play with me. But yeah, my name is Trevante Tuffiano Johnson. And Tuff came from that as well as me being a, a, a tough kid, but also a softy because people used to call me softy because I cried a lot because I was mama's boy. Mm. So you decorated high school player, Kind of hit every accolade, one of the first to do it at the high school that you went to down in Miami, Crop High School, and then UCF. So you ended up choosing to go to Central Florida, but did you have other schools recruiting you? Like, talk about what was that process like and how did you end up choosing to go to Central Florida? 
It's funny you ask this. I've flown probably thousands of times. I'm talking about like across the country and stuff like that. I used to hate to fly. I was terrified because I'm scared of heights. And I had a bunch of schools. I used to get envelopes. Like my mom to the point when she'd get home, she's just like, get these off the table. I'm, I'm trying to eat because I got to go to sleep and be back to work. You know what I mean? Like I say, that was part of my motivation. Her, I'm, I'm tired of seeing my mom come home. Yeah. And all she could do is eat. And then it's time for her to go back to work the next morning. She couldn't even tuck us in type stuff. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I just, I could have went to a bunch of schools, but I was terrified to fly, bro. Mm. So how far was UCF from your Three hours. School? Three hours away. Three hours okay. from Miami. So far enough away to get away, but close enough to stay, you know, that's right. Did any of the other Florida schools recruit you? Yeah. All of them did. Yeah, I figured. And I, uh, and my guy Glenn Hope, love him today, love him to the death. My guy Glenn, he would end up going to Kentucky. Okay. Uh, Was he a high school teammate? No, he played for another team, North Miami. Okay, okay, gotcha. And like, all of us are rivals, but we knew each other. Yeah, right. And he ended up, you know, he got a good hit on me. Well, I got a good hit on him first. <laughs> to this day, me and him talking about I say, I think you did that on purpose. But, you know, we laugh and talk. Because he played for the Bengals. I played for the Giants. Okay. I mean? So, I ended up almost breaking my leg with the hit he gave me. Okay. And a lot of schools from Florida backed up. And Charlie Huff. I don't know if he passed, but you know, Charlie, my guy, he, he, schools is moving down to talk to me and all that. Charlie Huff would come and, you know, meet with me and my mom all the time. Like, he never broke any rules. He just was always, you know. And what was his role? A recruiter and a D, uh, defensive line, maybe defensive line and the Miami district recruiter. Cause he came and got a lot of Miami guys from down there like a lot of legends a lot of legends from Miami witnesses for like uh, Luther Huggins Tavares Capers uh, Genty Tari Bigby uh, all of them played in the league so he was an assistant coach on the UCF staff that was yeah. basically recruiter. your your lead recruiter yeah. and that district in that district that district okay yeah like I said shout out to Coach Huff for giving me a chance and everybody on that staff at UCF Cause I was afraid to fly. I could have went to a bunch of schools, but I was not going to get on that plane. And if I remember correctly, you were at Central Florida with some pretty, I mean, y'all had some pretty talented players. Like, it's not like you were the only one that went to the NFL. Like, who were some of your teammates that, that uh, you know, people listening to this might recall or might remember, whether it was when they played at UCF or wherever they played beyond there? Oh, man. You know how we are. We, we once you family, you family. Uh, yeah. Was Kevin Smith? Was he? Was he? That was that was my youngin. Okay. Kevin Smith. Okay. Joe Burnett. Uh 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 uh. You had Augustus Ashley. You had the whole young squad that Coach O'Leary used to be like. I don't know why these guys follow you. I say, Coach, because they want to be great. <laughs> <laughs> but the people that I followed. The Gabriel, Ed Patterson, Asante Samuel, 
Asante Samuel. Uh, uh, was Brandon Marshall in that era? That's my brother. Okay. Like that. Okay. Yeah. Mike Walker. Okay. Everybody from UCF, all of us all got a try at the NFL. Like, so it was like a never a dull day at NFL Pro Day. Right. Except for when I give this to Mike. Mike had almost it's 32 teams in the NFL. I think a couple of them missed their flights, but it was like every team in the NFL had somebody there. Yeah. Who was this for? Mike, Mike uh Walker. Okay. Okay. We called him Skywalker. And he told them in Indianapolis, and I love him for this to this day. He said, Y'all ain't even got the best DB here. And they were like, What you talking about? He was like, Trevante Johnson sitting at home training for when I come home. And I love my brother Mike, because I went and showed up. Mm. You know what I mean? When they came. But you know, I have my demons and stuff like that. But shout out to Mike Walker. Brandon Marshall, all them boys. Yeah, Walker ended up at was it Jacksonville. Yeah, 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 playing for the Jaguars. Yeah, um, and then so those were your those, those are my brothers, and and then the other ones was we was following their lead. Got you. You know what I mean. So then let's get to that. So you played at UCF. Was there a memorable moment you had, like from what from a game that you played in, or maybe it was something off of the field, a bowl game or or, or whatever, or something? Yeah, I know Coach O'Leary was there. The most memorable moment. Went to the Hawaii Bowl. I dropped the winning interception to go back. That's when Brandon had like oh. six catches with two hundred something yards. Crazy. Like, but I dropped the interception. I, I didn't think he was throwing it. Cause. We're looking at about 50-plus yards to even think about a field goal. Now, there's a gamble, and he got away with it. Wow. Threw up a prayer for Pudowell. How fortunate is Roe that that wasn't not only intercepted, but returned for the game-winning touchdown by Travanti Johnson. But, yeah, that's my most memorable moment other than getting tased and getting suspended for six games. <laughs> So, uh, talk about going from UCF. Did you go straight from there to the Giants, or like t- I don't know that part of your story? So, going from Central Florida to the Giants, like what was that process like? Okay, so that process it was like this: uh, we had our pro day at Central Florida, okay, and you know, like I say, I showed out, went home, didn't really expect nothing. But I was hoping for the best. And, you know, after the draft, like, I'm sitting in my computer room because I don't know why my mom thought I was going, like, first, second round. She don't know no better. God bless her dead. But people over there, and I'm sitting in my other room. And once Mike got – because Mike that year was the only one with me. Okay. That we had knew had a chance other than myself. Yeah. Once Mike went, called him. So I love you, Buck. Congratulations. He said, don't worry. You coming up soon. Yeah. He was second or third round, right? I think he was Somewhere. third. I think third, he was third okay. or fourth. Third or fourth, I think. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Him, yeah. And, uh, okay. him and Brandon uh, Sila, another okay. person I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't, you know, once everybody went, we congratulated. And then I went and sat in my car outside. Okay. Once I got to the sixth round, I was like, I'm cool. Just sitting in my car, listening to the radio, chilling. And then my mom came out. 
So like drive over, I say, all right, y'all have a nice day type stuff. Y'all go to lunch or something. Yeah. My agent called me, he said, you got three teams on the phone. He said, you got Jacksonville. I know I know this for a face that Jacksonville, New York. I said the judge got over. I hung up. Coming back, he said, now you got five. <laughs> I say, I would love to go with Mike. Cause that's my brother. Yeah. I say, but I already got Sonoris in New York. That's my brother. Yep. Yep. Talking about Sonoris Moss, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's my brother, yeah. that's family. And I was like, former Miami Hurricane. Cassie the patron, Miami Hurricane, Miami legend. Him and his brother. We call him Moss Man. We call Santana Moss Man. Nori is no Sonoris is Nori. Okay. Santana is Moss Man. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? And then we got Lloyd. Lloyd, Lloyd is Lloyd. That little brother. He don't care about none of the accolades. Nothing. Not, <laughs> Lloyd don't care. You know what I mean? That's famo, period. But we have um that conversation. I say, I just go to New York. Cause I just want to get away. Cause at that time I knew if I was in Jacksonville, friends could come. Right. Could come. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like like little bro Devin Cook. That's why he dropped so low. Because mm. uh seeing things that happened in Tallahassee because it was too close. Right. So you end up in New York, and then what was that time like? How many? How long were you with the Giants? Man, on and off, on and off, three years. One of those Super Bowl year or something, right? Was I was uh, I tore my quad. Mm. Tore my quad the first year they won the Super Bowl. Okay. I called back. I called back, and I failed a drug test. Okay. Failed a drug test. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not gonna bite the bullet. I, uh, you know, you're my brother. I tell you everything. Yeah. And that's just was. To be honest with you, it's, it's on public record. That's everybody drug choice in the NFL. Right. You know what I mean? There's no need for me to say no names or nothing like that because sure. I Because I do everything by myself. So when something happens, I'm by myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was always in a drug program. And that was my demise from the uh, NFL. NFL. Like, well, I say, like I said, I tell people, not to cut you off, brother, I'm sorry. No, no, go for it. But I tell people all the time, like, because people actually get mad at me. They're like, you're the only person I know got like five, six, seven chances. Like, somebody get hurt or something, first person they call it, Trevante Johnson. I'm like, I don't know why. I hate the NFL. I've told you this numerous times when I first met yeah. you. I yeah. say, I never wanted to go. Like, I wanted to just make my mom proud, make sure she didn't have to spend no money. Mm-hmm. And my dad played, and I just wanted to. Once I signed that contract, I was like, okay, I don't care no more. Because guess what? I don't follow the shoes of all my cousins, guard buzzers, and all that to play in the NFL. My dad, it's not enough for me to accomplish. I never wanted to go to the NFL, regardless. And I've told you this. Remember that? You used to get, you used to look at me like, yeah, well, something is wrong with you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but that was real because I wanted to go be like a, a veterinarian or something like that. Yeah. Psychology or something, a therapist. But yeah. 
Yeah, but, you know, you did kind of transitioning from the NFL to the arena leagues. You really found what I would say is kind of a niche there. You, you, you found kind of a, a, a place where, in my opinion, you became, you became a legend in the arena leagues. I mean, I think anyone who's a fan of arena football knows who Tough Johnson is. Team 7, okay? Everybody knows about you in those circuits. So something got ignited. Something got rekindled when you went from the league to the arena leagues. Craziest thing is, you forgot about Hollywood because you gave me that name. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You was like, why you always come to the game dressed like you work here? I was like, this Hollywood, baby. You're like, that's that NFL stuff. I was like, you know, I like that name. Hollywood 7. Hollywood 7. Then it came Team 7. Hollywood yep. 7. But the transition was was basically, um, I was, my cousin, Gaddafi, he was okay. playing, he was going to play, I was home, and I was in a bad place. Okay. And home was, Miami. Yeah. Was okay. in Miami, and I was in a bad place, and we was having a going away party for him. He was going to Montana, and my homeboy, JP, who was in Canada, he was uh, in Billings already. He the one told Gaddafi about it. I said, man, I'm not going to let you go to no place we never heard of. Mm. Like, Billings, Montana, is that, is that in the United States? <laughs> so I called my big brother, Brian McKinney, and Big Matt was like, what you going up there for? I'm like, man, look, Gaddafi going up there, I ain't feel like my cousin go nowhere. We never heard of. Now, hold on now. Let me pause you tough. Brian McKinney, we're talking about the former Hurricane and Viking, correct? Yeah. Okay, big, I'm just making big, sure. That's big bro, too. I'm going to make sure everyone listening is, is tracking along. I, I remember Brian McKinney. Mr. Yeah, that's, big, that's big bro, too. Mr. No Sacks Allowed, I think, or something when he was at, hit him with uh, that right, Hit him with that right pushover. <laughs> <laughs> the left tackle to take your quarterback back. You know what I'm saying, me? Was he 6'8 or 6'7? Seven, something like that. He's a I don't know monster. what big bro was. I know, I know I'm 6'3 and I used to be like that. <laughs> what, bro? What? <laughs> okay, okay. So, anyways. Cousin, you talking about going to Billings, Montana, well, correct? I got, a, I got a ticket. So I get to Montana with Gaddafi. First day we had practice. I'm just on the sideline. I'm like, I might well work out. Have some fun. And I just demolished it. And the quarterback, the coach was like, you want to sign? I said, I ain't got nothing to do back in Miami. I, I signed. I signed a quarter. <laughs> for $200 a game. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Everybody there, the opportunity is to get back. I mean, not the opportunity, but their mindset is to get back or go to the NFL. Right. Mine wasn't. I was like, I'm with JP, with Gaddafi, with my family. I'm like, I ain't tripping. I ain't never been to Montana. Yeah. I even know they held the first KKK Klan member, uh, Marshdale. Mm. We ain't care. We, we from Miami. Yeah. Everybody's everybody. The starting quarterback coming the next day. He was like, where these Miami dudes at? Where these Miami dudes at? I picked him off like five times in one practice. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, is this easy? And it was like, it was like, to me, a winning league was like when you're growing up, uh playing in the in the streets, I won't say the project streets, because in the projects, everything is grass up the sidewalk and they got mm. big grass. But in the street where I grew up at, I'm not going to say I had a bad life or none of that. We played tackle in the grass, touching the street. Mm. So to me, arena was 
tackle in the grass, touch on the street. So the street to me was the middle of the field. Okay. Once you, I play corner safety. Once you get outside that hash, I'm going to knock your head off. <laughs> exactly what you know me to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm the best. And that's why my brother Frankie the best. That's why it's a bunch of us that's the best. I give shout out and salutes to everybody that ever played indoor football. Because guess what? Sometimes if you miss, that wall's still there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get no scrapes and burns. You end up like me. Yeah. So you... You went. You were. You went from. I think Billings. Were you in Omaha at one point? Uh, then- Billings, two years. But I remember, in that time, I went back and forth to the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, then I went to Omaha when the tornado came in Billings. So okay. went to Omaha. A bunch of like guys just met. Like five of us went to Omaha. Everybody just went everywhere because that was Coach O'Neill. Everybody, you know, yeah, we went with Coach yeah. O'Neill was going because you know. That's a legend itself. It's, you know what I'm that's Heron O'Neill, correct? Yep. 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 Because yep. he that's, went to was he 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 the one he the one brought everybody in. Everybody used to always get so mad, like how you get players from Miami, Texas, yeah. New York, and all this to come way to Billings. It, it just you got a coach that played in the NFL. Why not go? Right. And he got the connections. And y'all won. Like you were a part of. Multiple championship teams in the. Different I was a part. Leagues. I was a part of one actually. I got there. Like, I left in Billings. I left the first year. I'm like, okay, I'm it is six months ago. They owe me a ring. Okay. I left <laughs> before the '09 came back, and then we won ten. Gotcha. So I should have a back to back ring too, but you know we ain't tripping. Okay, Coach, okay. that's be broke. And then the year you were with the Allen Wranglers, which was when you and I first connected. They ended up signing T.O., Terrell Owens. And so... Shout out to big bro, T.O. Yeah, so y'all were teammates uh, for... I don't remember how much of that season he he played, but talk about... what Certain, we're, things, certain things we can't talk about, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. That man was one of the best teammates I've ever had. Mm. We had fun. I called him J.J. He laughs to this day. <laughs> I'll hit him up. I'll text him. I'll say, JJ, what's your ugly doing? <laughs> He'd be like, get off my phone. Like, type stuff. You know what I mean? That's big, bro. But no, nah, he'll come. He works hard every day in practice. Mm. Like, I, I can ask, ask. ask for a better teammate. Yeah. Not much more you can ask from that. I can ask for a better teammate. He looked out for all the players. No matter what we need, he'd be like, if y'all need something come to me, like, I can't ask for a better teammate. I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. Well, and then the last time I actually saw you play, I remember this was after you had left the Wranglers, I had left the Wranglers, and I think you were playing for, was it uh, Nebraska, uh, the the Danger or something like that? Team seven. I'll tell everybody this. They came to play a game in Allen, Texas, and I was sitting kind of right there on the bench and all of a sudden, I see this big number seven running at me and jumps right into my arms in the in the crowd. And it's tough right there. I was like, tough, my man. And everybody I'm with is like, what is happening? I was like, y'all don't understand. That's my boy right there. We go way back. He's my so, brother. Don't worry about it. That's so, my brother, man. So, so that was the last time I physically saw you play. But you've been playing since then. Like, what other where, – where else have you been? Because 
you were in the IFL, weren't you in the AFL for a little bit too? Like you've you've kind of I played in Mexico. Yeah, I mean, I played in Mexico. I was in the Seattle playing Salina with Coach O. I played in uh, Dodge City. Mm. Uh, Cedar Rapids, where I'm at now, Iowa. Yeah, that's what I was just the about to ask you. So Titans, right now, the River Kings. I'm in Iowa. They got the best doctors. You know, I got a lot of injuries, you know. But now they got some of the best doctors, man. And Keep the body right. You know, like you always tell me, tough, find yourself, find somebody, and go from there. You know what I mean? That's why I love you, my brother. Mm. And, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. Well, let's, let's get off football for a second. What is there any type of cause or something that – is, is passionate and meaningful to you beyond the football field that you just would, you know, would, would, would want to promote or speak to kind of, as we close out this conversation, anything about you that's not football related that you are passionate about? Oh, I'm passionate about, uh, you know, feeding the homeless, uh, mm. breast cancer awareness, lung cancer awareness, uh, yeah. uh, just, going in even if you don't have it to give just going to speak on it mm. you know i mean that helps me a lot to to give back yeah like it, it is not a hard thing to give back you know what i mean yeah i got five dollars in my pocket and i see somebody that that's scratching for quarters on something i go and give them 250 of my five dollars and sit down and eat lunch with them mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like it's nothing to give back or or to to be human. I can attest to that because I remember when I came on with the Wranglers and I was, you know, a nobody. Like I was literally a nobody. And you like we became like really he's good always, friends. He was always in my house. Yeah. I mean that's what I'm saying. Like you you were always inviting and and we would always have conversations and and you with that organization, you were the dude. Like you were that dude. And like Anywhere tough could go, there wasn't anywhere tough couldn't go. Um, he could be hanging out with anybody he wanted to, but it was like he was never too good or too big for, you know, the person like me in my position at that time. And so that kind of resonates with me when you say giving back, because it doesn't like a lot of people hear giving back and they think it's about, oh, these large amounts of money and you have to be rich or you have to have this. And sometimes it's like what you just said, it's just caring enough to kind of invest a little time with someone or or give the little bits you may or may not have just to help the next guy along. Cause I know for me, it was a big confidence boost in the job that I was doing, knowing that like the star player over here who, you know, everybody was trying to get a piece of was over here having these real like genuine conversations with me just about life, about football, about whatever. And that's something that's just stuck out to me to this day. And that that's something I've seen you live out like in full. And I, I can only imagine as you've, traveled from the different cities and the places where you've been able to play it's like so much opportunity just to kind of invest into someone just a little bit but you have to understand at the same time you help me out mm. you help me out because a lot of people don't know i'm not a social person like that like like in that atmosphere i, I never open up my other side everybody I, I would say it's a character. Mm. I would say it's a character aspect 
when it comes to football. But off the field, yeah, I am somebody completely different that I don't show a side to. But I, I felt your energy. I felt the good person you are. And that's why I say, you know what? This man working so hard to do everything for us, to do this for us, to do that for us. I say, I, I don't care. It's things that I still instill in me, but you, me and you used to sit and talk about. Yeah. That's why I was like, you was like, would you get on my podcast? I'm like, bro, is this you really? Act- Stop me. <laughs> yeah, brother. I, I pre- like at, at the end of the day, you don't understand how much I appreciate you more than you appreciate me. Oh, man. And that's Boy, genuine hey. love. That's genuine love, brother. Like, Absolutely. You don't, you don't know just me and you sitting down on that couch in the apartments by the golf course. We need to play golf. No, I, I just love, I just, I just love sitting there talking to you because I ain't never had nobody talk to. Yeah. Those because everybody else always had a hidden agenda. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I say, man, when you talk to Frank, Frank will love this because, you know what I mean? You, you was our guy. I remember. You never held nothing back. You never. You 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 always be like, look, I'm ain't right in the office. We be like, we see. <laughs> yeah. Me and Frank always be. You be like, look, I don't. I'm not gonna say nothing because this is my little job. But I be like, I handle it. That's why I'm you were like, talk got my back. I be like, I handle it. Yep. Oh yeah. And it get done. Yep. And I love you, my brother. To yeah, the moon and back. Love you too, tough. Hey, well, if you're listening. Remember, hit subscribe, give us a rating on iTunes, Spotify, find us on YouTube at Blue Blood CGT. That's my brother right there, Trevani Johnson, a.k.a. Tough. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. And until next time, peace. College football. I love March Madness.